somehow as I've been studying this, God been putting something in my spirit. God's answer. How many times did we hear God answer and we reject his answer? Because we feel like, is that you, God? <laughs> See, I, I, I think I got you figured out. Is that really you, God? Is that you, God? But until you learn how to flow to him, you don't know when God is doing this or doing that. Why did he say in Isaiah, my thoughts are higher than yours. You think you know how I'm going to do it. Flow to you. You got it? Exodus 14. Miss Wanda is going to start us and we're going to read together. Amen. Did you hear that word together? Together. I need you to open up your mouth and read to God. Amen. So to get in your spirit. Amen. Starting in Exodus 14 and 13, if I'm correct. Right, ma'am? Let's read. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Hmm. Take up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am Lord. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going, keep going. It's getting good. It's getting good. Come on, come on. Most heavily and gracious Father, we thank you, Lord, because you get ready to reveal something to us, Lord. Something to deal with what we've been going through in life and in our families, on our jobs, with our children, Lord. You get ready to reveal something to us that's so powerful, nobody can dispute it. And we praise you, we magnify you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. How many of you understand that this scripture has been read centuries? But when we look at this scripture, we see something profound in it. What do we see profound in this scripture? Oh my God, if you ain't let it hit your spirit, I don't know when it will, amen? Because why? Some of you ain't realized when your back is against the wall, that it wasn't a mistake 
but God planned it. Hey. Uh, let me say that again. When your back is against the wall, it was no mistake, but God planned it. Amen. Now, if you looked at the first part of this scripture, God told him, I'm going to make you circle around and go up in this little crevice and camp there. And you looked around, you say, I, I shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here because why? There's no way out. How many of you understand something you can't understand until God give you no way out? Right, yes. right. He said, guess what? I'm going to put them there and show them that I'm going to take care of their enemies. Yeah, why? Because eight times I showed them the different plagues, how I brought them out, but still they ain't for sure. I done gave you what you want, but you still you ain't for sure should you praise me. I done opened doors for you, but still you ain't for sure. Yes. So guess what? I'm going to put your back against the wall. Yes. Yeah, and I'm going to make you cry and complain. Eight times I showed you I was your God and I could do anything. Amen. Then he say, I ain't done yet because guess what? I'm going to put you in the place and then I'm going to hardens feral hearts. How many of you know that God will harden your enemy's heart yes. to get even nastier with you? You thought you was away from them. Now, Lord, why couldn't we just go across here and been in the promised land? I couldn't send you that way because you're some weak people. Whoa, wait a minute, I thought I was spiritual because <laughs> I get a little sweat on. You some weak people. So how can I send you the easy way when you weep? Because every time something blow your way, you break down. Somebody help me here. Somebody help me here. There's a process for going that way. Do you understand what I said? God had a plan so he could toughen up his people. Yeah, I brought you out of slavery. I didn't gave you what you wanted. I didn't open doors what you wanted. You've been in slavery for 400 years and you didn't got used to being in slavery. You don't even know how to celebrate me. What did Moses say? Phil, let my people go so that we can go in the desert and make sacrifice unto them. Do you hear me? God has freed you and you still don't want to pray him. Praise him like you should. Amen? Amen. I mean, you know that when you see something come upon you that is old and it's coming back again, your first what? Emotion is to what? Panic. Panic. And that's what they do. That's why we looked at those five questions. What did they do? Start questioning the man of God and God. Why you put us in this position? Because baby, I knew you was weak. How can you represent me when you always gonna be swayed by the other side? Do you hear what I'm saying? Every time you think something is good, that's the way you're gonna run. But I, I dare you to stick with God. That's why I, I love when it said, God answered. Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Wait a minute, now we're going to get this right because fear is messing you up. Don't be afraid, amen. Just stand still. Wait a minute, God, don't you see my enemy is there? And I'm scared of him. I'm scared of changing my ways. I'm scared of saying yes. 
to what you're telling me to say yes to. I'm scared of it, Lord. I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it. So I'm going to be in the midst of panic. And what's the first thing going to happen? I'm going to have a panic attack. I told you to take that position. I'm scared though, Lord. I freed you for a reason. I'm scared, Lord. I told you to go ahead and accept that one. I'm scared of it, Lord. I'm scared of it. I told you to take that job. It's going to be okay. But I'm scared of it, Lord. Hmm. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. You ain't never wonder why you in that position. Why you can just let go of Egypt. See, Lord, I came to church and I prayed about it and I worship you. But still, Lord, I still need my substance. Oh, help me, Lord. Still, I need my gossip, Lord. Still, I need my Facebook, Lord. Still, I need that ghetto mentality. Still, Lord, I, I, I think that's what I am, but you're trying to say, I'm trying to show you, you got to leave Egypt, amen. You just can't walk out of it. You got to get it out of your spirit. <sighs> because long as it's in your spirit, you're going to be afraid and you're going to be scared to step into the new and flow with him. Do you hear what I'm saying, amen? And he say, the Egyptians you see today never be seen again. That thing you're dealing with today, you got to trust God. And when God handle it, you'll never see it again. Too many of y'all that came into 2020 and still got reoccurrence, which y'all brought over for 2019. So now, that first week you celebrated. This second week is getting a little tougher. Third week, you're going to have a lot of doubt. The fourth week, you're going to be right back in the same mess. Somebody help me here. And then you're going to say, well, next year I'll do a little better. Uh, see, that's your problem. You're depending on years. But I, I, how many of you understand we started a new decade, amen? So guess what? Ten years, Lord, I'm going to have blessings. Because I'm ready to walk out of Egypt, amen. I don't want a year-to-year -year blessing. I want a 10-year blessing, amen. I took a year-to-year -year blessing when I first known you. But now, Lord, I didn't grow a little in you. So I'm looking for 10 years, then 20 years, then 30 years, and then next thing I know, I'm going to be with you. Amen. But when I be with you, I'm going to be blessed. Amen. I'm not going to still be crying the same old cry. That's why God always put a plan on his people that they was going to do this. They were going to struggle for a while. How many of you understand that God always put a plan on his people? Yes. He always give his people a plan. Amen. Not just to sit around and think about what God can do. If you've been around church, you should know what God can do. Amen. Yes. So guess what? I'm bringing you out. Oh, my Lord. I'm bringing you out. That's scary to some people. I'm bringing you out because why? You didn't got a figment of your imagination what church is all about. But God is saying, that ain't me. Amen? That's why I dare you to go to Isaiah 55. Amen? He said, you don't know my thoughts. 
I'm taking you through this for a reason. Yes. Ain't got nothing to do with the devil. I'm tired of seeing my people just chunked out. Do you hear what I'm saying? You gonna talk about Jesus, but you look like you're a little frail, skinny kid walking through the woods. I'm trying to, yeah, let me, let me slow up. Let me pull back a little bit. Oh, then the Lord said, Moses, why are you crying out to me? <laughs> why are you crying out to me? I didn't put you in a place of leadership, and now I want you to what? Lead. Lead. Some of you struggling with leading your family. But I put you in that place. Now, now you crying out to me like it's urgency. But you've been in this mess for the longest. Now, you see your enemy then caught up with you because I didn't give you some freedom. I didn't get that demon off your back. I didn't put you in a place where I want you to go forward, but I wanted to see what you was going to do. And soon as you saw your enemy, Egypt, coming at you, what the first thing you do? You cower down. I, I, I took you to the church house. I got you prayed for. I got you all fixed up. And then as soon as your boy came around, you sissied out. You didn't want to tell him about me. And now you want your blessing to continue. Now I'll put you back against the wall and see that enemy that you thought you got rid of coming right up on you. And then you know, so what it said, they got so close that they can see each other. <laughs> right behind them and you see 600 chariots with men of war and you ain't got a sword in the camp. Now, I'm going to let you see it. I'm going to let you see it. The very thing that want to destroy you. And it didn't get there by accident because why? They was back in the palace, you know, passing, having a little wine, you know, little teas, you know. That's over a little bit. Then all of a sudden, God hardens Pharaoh's heart. And Pharaoh say, get my chariot ready. I can't let all that wealth go. I can't let them people go. I can't let those slaves go. Why do you think we struggle in America? Hmm, I'm going to leave that alone. I can go deep in that. But I don't want to get too deep because sometimes we got to work in time. Do you hear what I'm saying? So he said, I, I can't let them have all that. They too smart. They too smart. So I say, like, get, get all my army ready. See, he didn't just take some of his army. He took all of it. All of it. How many of you understand when God placed you in a place and he gets you away from something, he's going to prepare where you're at because why? That very thing can run up on you if he don't take care of it. Amen? He can move you all the way across town. But if you trapped in something like this, that's causing you to always falter, that person will find you. Yeah. And first thing you be hollering, how you get my address? <laughs> Who had the door? That's Johnny, that's Bucktooth Johnny. I thought we got away from him. Hmm. Some of you didn't have that experience, huh? <laughs> now here we are, and he's getting his army. And here I am, living it up, because what God didn't, See, one thing I, I, I really tell preachers, y'all better read your Bible. Because Israel was not on a welfare system when they left Egypt. They left Egypt rich. 
And what? Egypt was coming to take it back. See, we should have left some things rich too, but we let them take it back. I'm gonna leave that alone, leave that alone. We gotta move forward, I'm gonna leave it alone. Do you hear what I'm saying? Wicked people don't wanna lose nothing. Let me say that again. Wicked people don't wanna lose nothing. So here they are, looking at them. I thought we got away from them. And then you put us, Lord, in this little crevice where mountains on one side and the sea on one side. How I many of you know God is God? If you could figure it out, he wouldn't be God. So you look around, ain't no escape. That's what some of you are seeing right now. There's no escape. There's no escape. My back is against the wall. Although I've been praying, when my blessing came, I didn't know how to handle it. Because it took so long to came, so my praying just became what? A habit. It just became a habit. Then all of a sudden, God showed up. <laughs> God showed up. So now, he's leading me out. And I'm out. But my enemy catch up with me. After days of walking, my feet are tied. I should have wore the different sandals because this corn is bugging me. Now I look up and I see, oh, shucks, all these horses. You ever heard horses, a big pile of horses running? It sound like thunder. And I, I'm in the camp, you know, I'm trying to get the meal ready, and all of a sudden I hear all the, what's going on out there? And I look around and I see Pharaoh. What do Pharaoh represent? that problem that you thought you got away from. But God said, no, I need to get this out of your life. Because if I don't get it out of your life, you're going to get back and start forming a habit again. Hmm. Hmm. You're going to get back and you're going to form a habit again. And you're going to forget those eight things I've done for you to get you out of this. To get you out of this, you just glad. Come on, we'll get pack up the babies. Get the, get them get get them pampers, huh? Pack them up. And here we go. We just happy. And guess what? It had to be God to have two million people together marching and not complaining at that time. Two million people, not including the six hundred men that was old enough to fight, but two million people. Come on, Sagari, get them babies ready. Get them babies ready. We got to go. We got to get there. Get them babies ready. Amen? You know how it is. Come on, come on. Find your shoes. We out of here. We leaving this place, and we ain't coming back. Amen? Sarah, don't say that. We out of here. Hmm? Damani, get up. Amen? I said, get up, Damani. We gone. Think about it. God's telling you to get up. We're gone. I want to take you someplace new this year. Mm. But as you're hollering about it, hmm? you're having a hard time flowing to me. Let your worship flow to me. Forget about man. Flow to me. Put man on the back burner, way on the back burner, and flow to God. 
Do you hear me? Amen. I got saved because God touched my life. Man didn't have nothing to do with it because I was mad at man. Amen. Man had pissed me off with all his lies. Amen. I needed to go to somebody that I know is not a liar. And I'm even going to say it. Some preachers lied to me too. Because what they was talking about, they wasn't doing it. <laughs> Let me that, leave that alone. See, y'all trying to get me in trouble here. Huh? <sighs> now, here it is. And I'm going to tell you this little phrase. Stand still. A lot of y'all hear that phrase. That means I'm just going to stand here. God's going to do it for me. I prayed about it. I prayed about it. So I'm just standing still and waiting on God. <laughs> you better look up some phrases in the Bible and see what the words was trying to tell you. Amen. He said, stand still. Hmm. The Egyptians you see today will you never be seen again. Hmm. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Hmm. How many of you went off on somebody just yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. Hmm. Stand still. Now, what do that term means? Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? You know, I got to pray about this. We love to pray about everything. It's good, too. We pull to pray about everything. But sometimes we pull to get up off our knees and start moving forward. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you're killing theology here. It say pray about it. Yes, pray about everything. But it didn't say stay on your knees. Right. I got to get up off my knees and start moving forward and then start what? Seeing what the manifestation of the word has for me. Because why? I can't get my breakthrough if I'm just babbling all the time. Do you hear me? Amen. Tell the people, get moving. Wait a minute, stand still, get moving. I want you to stand still, gather your thoughts. But because why? You get ready to move. Want to get the kids ready. Get my candy out of the thing because I need that. Amen. I'm standing still so I can regroup, but I'm not standing still for long because I'm getting ready to move. See, you remember I was in a panic. I was in a panic, so I need to calm my nerves. Huh? If I try to leave in a panic, I'm going to leave Soraya. I'm going to say, where's Soraya at? Hmm? Where's Monique at? Did somebody grab Monique? See, in a panic, you lose a lot of stuff, don't you? Hmm? In a panic, you forget everybody, huh? See, y'all don't know in the world, you know, when I was with my boys and things jumped off and we tried to jump in the car, then we get halfway down the road. Where Mikey? Oh, shucks. We got to go back to get him. Amen. How many of you know when God bring you out, there ain't no going back? That's why you got to stand still. Get your senses about you. Come on, baby. Come on. Let's get it together. Let's get them babies together. We get ready to move. Amen. Tell the people to get moving. We think urgency means just sitting down and praying. No, there's something, there's some action there that God is getting ready to tell you. He just wants you to get your senses together. Pick up your staff and raise your hands over the sea. That's why when we tell you to raise your hand, we're saying raise your hand over your troubles. 
Just don't stand there and moan about it. Oh, Lord, I wanted that promotion and they gave it to Becky. No, raise your hands over your problems, amen? Raise your hands over your finances. Raise your hands over your health. Raise your hands over your household. Raise your hand. That staff was power. That's why David said in the Lord's Prayer, thy staff is a rod. Huh? Because he understood a shepherd. That staff was to lead me. That rod was to protect me. Mm. So you get ready to lead the people. Well, Lord, we, we can't see our way out. Which way we, can we go? Which way? Which way, Lord? I done tried the extra job. I done tried changing jobs. I done tried staying away from certain people. We just say, raise your rod, Moses, and see the salvation of the Lord. I dare you to raise your hands and see the salvation of the Lord. I dare you to raise your hands and see the salvation of the Lord. And what God do? I'm going to do what you didn't even imagine or think about doing. Pick up your rod, your staff, and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through. How many of you understand that God is trying to pardon something in your life so that you can walk through? So you can, something is a roadblock in your life, but God is trying to tell you, raise your hand, because I'm getting ready to part that thing, amen? Because why? I'm getting ready to take you through, but when I take you through, I'm not going to take you through on wetland. Hey, I'm not going to take you through in mud, but I'm going to take you through in dry land so you'll be stable. Now I'm going to take two million of you at one night. Man, you know, theology, we try to figure out how was that possible because of the distance of the Red Sea and all the people it had. It, no way it could have happened in one night. No way it could have happened in one night. No way it could have happened in one night. But our minds try to calculate, well, this can't be real. Ah, there go your thoughts again. There go your thoughts again. I want to do the impossible so I can show you that I am God. That's why I sent a man named Jesus, amen. He looked like a natural man, amen. A little Israel boy, amen. And didn't have much about him. He looked raggedy, amen. Sometimes, because he was always said, I ain't got no home. He must be homeless. He wasn't worried about no home. Because why? He controlled the whole earth. Hmm, but he say, follow me. Wait a minute. Birds got places to go. Uh, foxes got holes. But I ain't got no hole. But then I'm going to tell you to follow me. What you going to say, Tiana? He must be crazy. Mike, where you find that fool at? Do you hear me? Amen? The things of the spirit sounds what? Foolish. Foolish. So Moses done what he said. Moses say, we're going to have a prayer meeting at nine and we're going to pray that God just stifle the Egyptians right there and they don't touch us. We're going to pray on them. But how many know sometimes your prayer meeting get in the way of God's plans? 
Ah, and so Moses done what he said, and all of a sudden, here comes something just like on the day of the Holy Ghost, this mighty rushing wind. And when it hit the sea, the sea immediately jumped up and began to part itself just like a zipper going up. Amen? But guess what? He didn't rush it. It took 24 hours. Some of you want God to rush some things in your life. But God say it didn't take you that just that short time to get into it. I got to let you see something. And so what? I'm going to part it in 24 hours. I believe God could have done it in a minute. But he said, I want you to see this. Amen. That's why I put you in this position. Because you know you got a God, a divine warrior that will fight for you. That's why I'm seeing this sea open up, right? But also while I'm seeing it open up, I got to get moving. I got to gather my kids. I got to start moving in it while it's opening up, amen? So I'm walking in this thing that I have never seen, and I'm moving, amen? I'm moving. I'm moving. And something I've never seen. What do that take? Trust. 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 And then, let me get down we moving. I got everybody. Come on, come on, come on, Castillos. Come on, come on, get in here. Come on, get in your place. We're moving through this thing, amen? Because we're walking. Where was they going? To their promise. Hmm. And what promise was they walking towards? What God had already said in his word. Whoa, wait a minute now. It wasn't something that was said just then. No, God has said it 400 years earlier. I'm going to get you out of that and I'm going to put you in your promise. But I know you're going to be a little contaminated for where you've been 400 years. Why do you think African-American people have a hard time seeing what God got for them? Hey, man, I, 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 Finally, find out I'm the head and not the tail. Amen. Hey, that everything that happened started in Africa. Amen. So why wouldn't they want to kill it? Right. Right. Mm, but, 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 but let me get off that. Let me get off that. How do you understand? I got my family together. Mm, come on, Tyrone. That's good. Grab them. Come on. Come on. Come on. You don't get that whip cracking. Mama, get up. We got to go. Amen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm saying? Huh? So we moving. We moving. We moving. We happy. We still got a little fright in us, but we happy. Because we're seeing God making a way out. See, he didn't say they wasn't frightened. We still got a little fright in us, but we got some action in us too. So you're going to be a little scared. You're going to be a little frightened, man, because it's somewhere you've never been. It's something that you never had. So it happened before, so what? But you still got to be moving. Right. Yeah. So let's say they went across all night long until morning. And nobody was talking about, I'm sleepy. <laughs> hmm. It's like my grandson, if you let him here play Fortnite all night long. Yeah. Amen? That's how the will of God get into you. I ain't going to get tired because why? God is taking me somewhere. Oh, wait a minute now. God is taking me somewhere. And where he's taking me, he's taking me into my promise. He's taking me into my promise. Some of you didn't let go of your promise. 
Some of you didn't let go of your promise. Because you saw that sea. You saw your enemy approaching. And you cowered down. Because he attacked you exactly where he knew to attack you. I mean, you understand the enemy know what you're vulnerable in. Hmm? Hmm? I keep telling you that over. When I first told the Lord, okay, I'm going to try you and try nothing else. And I was coming out the world. Who came to see me? January the 9th, huh? My brother. And he brought everything that we done. He had the liquor. He had the herb. And he was ready for the party. But was I ready to go through the Red Sea? That was the question. I could have said, well, I'm going to get myself together Monday. Mm, just, just this one more time. Then I'll be off this, this one more time, turning to the next time, the next time, the next time. So I'm back at a new year saying just one more time. I had to make a conscious choice. And it, I ain't seen my brother in over, what, 30-something years now? But he said one statement to me. He said, I believe you are for real. That was my test. That was my test. And some of you get your test every day. Because right. somebody always asks you to go back to the hell hole you came out of. That's right. uh, I got to get out of here. Do you hear what I'm saying? If you want to go to the Red Sea, you're going to be tested. <laughs> to get to that promise, you got to be tested. Yeah. I can't. How many of you understand that we didn't see too many Christians walk into a promise and then fall? Yeah. Israel done it too. But God is trying to say, I want better for you. So I got to teach you. I got to teach you what failures they had so you could walk into that promise and keep going up. You get me? So here they is. They get all the way to the other side, you know, got all the babies, all the carts, everything they brought with them, all the cattle, everybody, you know, on the other side there. Oh, phew. You know, so we're going to just camp here. But all of a sudden, they hear all this noise coming down the middle of the sea, too. I mean, you know, your enemy will chase after you. <laughs> hey, but you remember, God already made you a promise. You'll see them no more. So God already fixed this plan, amen? So they riding hard, feel like, hey, we're going to get these, huh? We're going to get these boogers, huh? They riding hard. Getting their bowls ready and everything. But how many of you understand that God will always keep a safe distance between your enemies trying to attack That's and right. you? But you need to recognize that. They can't close the distance unless you give up. They can't close the distance unless you give up. They trying their best to. That's why that cloud, that pillar of cloud and fire stood between them and they couldn't even see the Israelites. But the Israelites can see them. How I many of you know God's going to show you what's attacking you? But do you got the vision to see? Hmm? So now they was on the other side. Whew. Moses, we didn't think that could happen. Whew. But Moses, wait a minute. Look, they're coming after us. He said, Moses, get up on that rock. Lift up your rod again. 
and close your hands and see what happens. Right. I dare you to raise your hands, yeah. then close them and begin to worship him and see what happens. Yeah. Every enemy was drowned in the midst of the Red Sea. See, I had to dig a little deeper because I know Pharaoh was leading them. And when God take out the leader, things just become confused. Amen. And he killed every strong soldier there was in Egypt that day. So they'll never chase after Israel again. And check your Bible. Read your Bible closely. And they never did. They never tried to attack Israel again. People will try to get them aligned with them to go attack Israel. I ain't messing with them. How I many you know that God put something on you? And people looking at you and they be saying, you know, go ahead and do this to them. You know, some former people that got with somebody else. And they say, mm, I ain't messing, I ain't going there. Hmm? You can be a fool as you want, but I ain't going there. Hmm? And then what he say? Now I want you to see what I done done for you. So he made every corpse float up and they saw him on the seashore. God gonna show you the enemy he takes out for you. He ain't going to leave you in doubt and leave you wondering. He going to show you that I am God. That's why I say divine warrior when you interpret those words. When they say God will fight for you, that's a divine warrior. And a divine warrior can't be defeated. What did he use? He used not weapon, but he used everything in nature. He didn't call his legions the angels. He said, just watch me move my hand. That's why when we see Jesus and the storm is coming, and they say, Jesus, should you just lay there while we perish? Jesus got up and just said, peace be still. Whoa, did you see what shifts when I said that? Peace be still. And they was like, what matter of man is this? What matter of man is this? Because God wants you to know that he is the living God. But you got too much Egypt in you. Come on, stand to your feet.